How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the very first episode of the Lower Class Podcast. My name is Reese Burns. The reason I started this podcast is because I do feel like we are all in some way connected. And I felt like there were so many thoughts and opinions that I have that I feel like I share with so many of you. And there's just not there's not a, a podcast, an account, anyone that, that I can think of or that I follow that could essentially represent and know what it is that I am going through, you know, what so many people are going through. And that's why I just want to start this because maybe we do have something in common and maybe we can share that. So tonight is the night of UFC 257. Dustin Poirier, 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 I think that's how you say his name, versus Conor McGregor. And no spoilers. I mean, if you haven't watched the fight, then don't listen to what I'm about to say, but Conor McGregor got punched directly in the fucking face. Yes, he did. It was a better fight than I thought it was going to be because, I mean, so many of these fights, you know, there's so much hype. And then 30 seconds into the round, someone goes down, they get slept unexpectedly, and then the fight's over and you just spend 80 bucks on a pay-per-view. But no, this was actually, this was actually a pretty good fight. The first round, it went to Connor, and then the second round, dude, that... I, I thought, you know, going for the first round, the second round, I'm like, okay, yeah, McGregor is still McGregor, and it doesn't look like he's going to get beat. Dustin just turned the corner, connected once, let McGregor know that he meant business, and there was just, the before the fight started, they do the little montage reel and the highlights of the fighters going into it, and there was this one quick, like, five-second part where Dustin Poirier just does a little roll and he just goes super hard on a guy, and it was literally the exact same thing that happened in this fight. There was that inch of, you know, getting a foot in the door. And then once he got it, he just unleashed like an animal. And McGregor, I just, McGregor wasn't, it didn't seem to be ready for just the amount of tenacity and anger and punches coming from a single human at one time. It was nuts. No, it was, it was, it was a good fight. But speaking of the UFC, did anybody hear Eminem's new song? higher so i listened to it it's not a bad song i mean it's it's really just it's a it's an eminem hype up song he has a few of those you know yeah i I guess i guess it works i mean the song itself is only just it's under four minutes which isn't too terribly long especially for like a pump up song from eminem i guess in that aspect it, it was fine it was all right it's not his best by any means a lot of the new eminem is definitely not his best but the video itself, the actual music video for the song, I didn't like it because there's just like two minutes in the middle of it of Dana White and the, the other fella doing like this mock interview with Eminem because, you know, the video is like fighter trying to fight his inner demons. It's super, it's super original. And then there's this part in the video when Eminem's up on the screen with Dana White and the other fella. And dude, Eminem's, I don't know what the fuck's going on with how they're handling him, but his hair and his beard were fucked up. It looked like they were CGI colored and added onto his face. His whole face just looks super CGI. I mean, it could be because the dude's getting old as hell. I don't know how old Eminem is right now. How old is Eminem? 48, 48 years old, Eminem. And you know, the CGI his entire face to make him not look older. But if that's the case, then, and you're, and you're worried about people thinking you're old, then don't be, don't do this. I mean, obviously it probably wasn't his choice. They just probably recorded it. And then after they recorded, it, it was no longer in his hands. It's in the editor's hands. I hope that he sees that and he's like, yo, you fucked me up. But anyways, I mean, I guess check it out. Eminem's always great. New song higher though is, I don't know. It's up to you really if you care for it or not. Personally, I didn't really care for it. I saw this uh, article pop up. Said Microsoft has filed for a patent that would essentially access personal information of deceased people and then use that information to revive them as chatbots. The patent goes on to say that the chatbot would simulate human conversation through the agency of voice commands or text chats and may correspond to a present or past entity such as a friend, a relative, an acquaintance, a celebrity, a fictional character, a historical character, 
etc. It further adds that the chatbot may correspond to oneself as well, alluding that living users could train a digital clone of themselves in the event of their death. It's weird, man. It's interesting. I mean, I don't know what... It's weird, right? It just sounds weird. Reviving a dead person digitally so they can become a chatbot. That's... Like, it's, it's not cool, right? Like, that's not cool to just use someone, a dead person's information and just force them to be a digital chatbot. <laughs> the more I think about it, it is pretty fucked up. But I guess their digital information would technically belong to the servers of apparently Microsoft. Damn, the more I think about it, it's, God, it's one of those weird things where legality and morality just, like, clash. Can you do it? Yeah. Well, should you? Maybe not. A dead person chatbot? A concept of human replacement by a chatbot is taken a step further by including a provision of a 2D or 3D model of a specific entity that could be created using images and depth information or video data. More recently, Kanye West gifted Kim Kardashian West a hologram of her deceased father in October of 2020 to celebrate her 40th birthday. You know, you see those videos of people giving like stuffed teddy bears with the last recording or a, a phone message to, you know, from a loved one. Imagine a hologram. It's not a voice recording, a whole ass hologram. I mean, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's in your eyes, it's physical form. I mean, you, you get what I'm saying, physical form. It's in front of you, you can see it. Can't touch it, but you can see it. That's, that's interesting, it's so interesting. Because you hear the voice, and, you know, it triggers triggers everything. You hear the voice, you can close your eyes and picture everything, but you have a hologram, you're looking directly at it. That's interesting. I keep saying interesting, but I want to say weird, but I don't want to be like, it's weird to do, because it's not necessarily weird, because it could that could be cool for some people. I just feel like it'd be weird for me. I actually just saw this. It looks like it's a couple days old, but I just saw it. Liam Neeson might return, actually is reportedly returning to play Qui-Gon Jinn in the Obi-Wan series. And I actually didn't know this. The Obi-Wan Kenobi show is set a decade after episode three. So that's pretty cool. It's relatively close to a storyline that, that we like. That, that's about it. Yeah, the show's going to start filming this year and stream sometime next year. But yeah. You know, this was just a quick introduction video. I don't want to get too deep in anything or just ramble off for too long. I really look forward to going down this path and journey with all of you. Any questions you guys have, comments, whatever, let me know. I'm gonna try getting on Twitch here pretty soon, eventually on Spotify. There's just like all these little, little fucking things that get in the way of the next step. I'm always gonna be trying to improve everything. There's gonna be people on every now and then. This first stretch is gonna be a bit of change and adjustion, figuring everything out, see what happens. Until next time, thank you for stopping by. This is the Lower Class Podcast. I'm Reese Burns. Have a great day.